three, two, one, and we're live. This is Side by Side. My name is Sam. Uh, I'm the host, and this is my guest here, Brian Ramos. What's up, everybody? Thank God you. bless y'all. Thank you for coming, man. Seriously, uh, it is a privilege to have you here. I don't take it for granted anytime anybody decides to come on the show, um, but especially not someone like you who ah. multi-talented. And you know, I, I like to do that. I like to hype up you know my guests, but I really do feel that way. Um, you know, you have uh, been serving in our church for quite some time now, and um, you know, I've told you th this like you know several times how I feel like when you sing, man, you just take us you know to the presence of God. Uh, God is seriously giving you a gift to sing. In fact, I might even have you, like, <laughs> give us a little verse real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, let me warm up to it first. I mean, yeah. I just ate No, I'm music, playing, I'm playing. I, I don't know that I'll have you actually sing, unless you want to. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see, see. Where, where the Lord leads us. But, um, no, nah, man, glory to God. Thank you for inviting me. I mean, I'm really, truly honored to be here with you guys. Um. I've never really done anything like this before, yeah. and I've been looking forward to it all day, man. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun podcast. I really do. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I um, I said I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to talk about it, man. I see you sporting that 24 on there. Yes, sir. Tell me a little bit about that, man. Man, this is number 24, Kobe Bryant, you know, rest in peace. Um, I grew up a Kobe fan, uh, as many of y'all know. Um, so you're not a bandwagon? No, sir, not at all. Not at all. There is a picture of me on, on Facebook somewhere. I'm probably like maybe six, five years old, and I got the whole old school Lakers gear, PJs. So I've been I've been Lakers since day one. So it's not just because the Lakers won the championship this year. No, no. A lot of people I know. A lot of people jumped on that bandwagon because LeBron and mm, come on, man, and AD and nah. I'm I'm happy for them. But. Man, you mentioned LeBron, man. I. Where do you see LeBron in the conversation of the GOAT? Outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. No, let, let, let me. We, we can't, you know, we can't not give the men his respect, man. Yes. The guy is a, he's a champion. He's a king, you know. Uh, you know, over and over again, he just proves himself to just be uh, on a, in a league all by himself, you know. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't think he gets appreciated um, for what he does. But uh, I think maybe maybe if he wins one more, who knows? Maybe maybe he'll uh, he'll get the respect he deserves. Maybe maybe. But like like I, I've always said this. I mean, MJ was the man back in the '80s into the '90s. Kobe was the man between the '90s into the 2000s. And I mean, you got to give it to him. And LeBron's now the guy right now. He's he's the goat. Everyone has everyone's gone through their goat season and. LeBron's in it right now. You know, I so. like what you said. You said the 80s to the 90s and the 90s to the 2000s, mm -hmm. right? But I think LeBron's been 2000 to 2020. That's two decades right there, no. you know? Come on, man. Like, no. everyone else only had a decade. LeBron had two. And, in fact, if anything, he's about to start coming up on this. El diablo tiene <laughs> he's about to come up on this third decade, you know? Uh, and, I mean, he's at the top, man. He's... You just, what can you say, you know, about a player like that? But uh, that's just my opinion. I know a lot of people don't agree with me. And, you know, to me, I just hate that he gets a lot of hate. I feel like he's not appreciated yeah. um, for not just the things he does on the court, but off the court, you know, um, the foundations that, you know, he does. Uh, he gives back to the community, especially the community that he's from. 
just been untouchable, man. Like, you know, you, you often hear about scandals from like superstars, you know, yeah. and, and all these different things, but you know, somehow he's been able to keep himself grounded and, you know, has stayed out of like th- those kind of things, you know? And so I just have an appreciation for, for his game on the court and then also off the court. Yeah. I'll uh, give you that. Yeah. He, he's done some good stuff, but yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I just think he's, he's a, he's a great player, but we didn't come here to talk about, um, basketball. Uh, yeah. I kind of wanted to touch on it a little bit, but, yeah. um, now let's let's talk a little bit about you know church and maybe your experiences with it. You're, you've been a musician maybe most of your life. I don't know, not just a musician but a singer as well. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Well, um, not a lot of people know the whole story behind it. Um, I started playing when I was, I guess you can call it playing. I mean, I was just you know chicken pecking the piano at age seven, and my dad had got me a. Uh, I don't know if some of y'all remember uh, the store Radio Shack. They used to have these little pianos in there and like $50, $60 piano. And that's that was my first piano. Um, ever since then, um, I had never let go. Uh, a lot of stuff happened in between then and now. But um, I'm 36 now, and I don't regret that decision of, you know, picking up the instrument and just, just going with it. Um, about the age of 18, 19, I was told that I can sing. I I still don't think I can. I mm. still think I sound pretty mm, decent, generic. I guess. I don't know, man. Generic, but, or just decent or simple. But you know what? Glory to God. If if God uses me to to lead people to worship, that's awesome. Yeah, but you know, it's you sound all, a little a little modest, and <laughs> praise God for that. But no, I think anybody that has heard you sing uh, knows that you know God has given you a gift to sing, and quite frankly, you know, I feel like. Um, you're one, you know, shot away from maybe like, um, making it big time, you know, and, um, I think things just need to align the right way and, and maybe you could be, um, leading or, or maybe been doing something even greater or going places. Um, but uh, I know that, you know, all that thing comes, all those things come with time. That's right. And so you've definitely paid your dues. Um, let me ask you something a little less serious, l- maybe like more, um, I don't know, uh, not so serious. Um, what, what's it like to be a, a musician? Like what, what goes on like behind the scenes, things that, you know, the average person doesn't probably know. Man. Um, well, for starters, I, I guess since you said it's not as serious, I'll, I'll kind of make a joke about it, but it, it's a joke that kind of musicians get. And then people, when you tell people that, they're like, why, you know? But anyways, um, we can have a normal Friday night service, and there's a an elderly hermana that wants to come up and sing a song that she learned back in 1927, <laughs> and that's fine, and that's fine. And then when she says those words and looks back at the musicians and says, que los músicos me sigan, mm. those words are like, let's get ready to rumble. Like, <laughs> And uh, she starts singing, and we're like, well, no, is she on? Well, no, is she on? Oh, there she is. Okay, no, she jumped over here. And it's like, it's stuff like that that, you know, us musicians have to kind of aguantarnos, you know, and just put a smile on our face and, you know, at the end, dun, dun, you know. You know? I think a lot, of, a lot of things happen, you know, that are actually quite comical, you know, in, uh, in the church. And um, 
I think those are good things, I guess, that happen because sometimes, you know, you know, there's just so many things that happen that would almost give the church a bad rap, right? There's so mm-hmm. much drama, right? People getting in trouble and, you know, stumbling or whatever. And, and just, you know, again, the best word I can describe it as is just drama, you know? So when something like that happens, you know, it's, it's always good to, to bring a little humor, right? To, yes. To, yes. To church, you know, I think sometimes, you know, things can get a little too serious, you know, church is absolutely serious, mm-hmm. but there's got to be some kind of relief, you know, comic, comical. Relief, there has to be, you know, yeah. I want to go back to, um, you know, the subject of, of worship, you know, because I feel like that's, that's really your strong suit, you know, and that's where you really feel at home. Um, let me ask you, you know, do you have any stories, you know, where you're just like, man, this night, th- this night was special, something about this night, um, Man, just God just moved in, in, in a way like he, he's never done before. Yeah. Um, I got actually two if, if you got time for them. I'll all try right. to be fast. All right, the all right. first one I want to share was I want to say 2000, 2000, in the year 2000, when the Lakers were in the finals. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold <laughs> okay. on. Let me get there. Let me get there. Oh, okay. I was living in California, right? And uh, it was it was the final, the series. And one of those games they lost. And like we, me and my buddy um, – we had gone out to a pizzeria to watch the game and we had our Lakers stuff and all that. And we're like, yeah, let's go. And then they lost. And during that time for the worship team at the church, I was going to, it was just him and me. He was on the drums. I was on the, on the, on the keys. And, um, that's it. That's all yeah. you had in, in for the, okay. Yeah. And para la gloria de Dios, we sounded decent for just to be two guys, you know. They didn't have loops or anything. No, no, it was two thousand, bro. Oh, this is okay. year two thousand, man. No, nothing <laughs> like that. But um, so we we left this pizzeria. We were upset because the Lakers had lost, and we're like, you know what, whatever. But during that time, I I can honestly and humbly say that we thought we were all that and a bag of chips at mm. church. You know, we're like, oh yeah. You know, because I did this this chord or because me and him played this this song, that lady fell or that girl's crying or that hermano speaking in tongues. That that was our mindset. And it was bad. It was bad. We really thought we were it. Um, so going back to that night, um, we had left he had bought he had just bought a little Honda Civic, a little black Honda Civic, and where we lived, we we're kinda of living in the mountains where like it, it had like hills and stuff and streets like that. And we were mad, we were mad, and then He's like, I can't believe the Lakers lost and this and that. And um, on one of those streets, we went up, and you got to think, little Honda Civic, 1993 Honda Civic. It's a little little egg car. So we go up, probably doing like 80 miles an hour on a street that may be 35 miles an hour. We go up, and we felt the front of the car, when we are coming back down the hill, the front of the car just lifted, and I freaked out. I grabbed the e-brake because I was like, you know, what's going to happen? I grabbed the e-brake, and because I did that, the car flipped oh, this way, and we went this way. Well, I counted one, two, three, and we landed like this. It was dark. The sun, the, the, the moon was out, so you could see, but not much. So when I get out, I'm like, dude, are you all right? You all right? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. My head hurts. And I was like, okay. So we get out. The, the engine is on that side of the street. Us and the car are on this side of the street. And I'm, like, looking at the car. I'm like, dude. And I go like this. I'm like, what the heck just happened? And when I did that, I felt that I had blood coming down here. I was like, all I have, and I'll show you guys, this this finger, my middle finger on my right hand, 
has a little gash that glass just cut through it and i remember when i saw that i immediately you know I, i i felt the like how can I say? I can't say that I've heard, you know, God's voice. voice yeah. yeah, the audible voice of God. But I felt that someone said, something said, just as easy as I gave it to you, I can take it away. Mm. And I immediately knew what he was talking about. It's my talent. It's the, the gift that God has given me. You know, he, he, it, for, for, for keyboard players, the right hand is your dominant hand. Your left hand, yeah, it does the stuff. But the right hand is the one that you do most of the stuff Even with. if you're... Right-handed or left-handed? Yeah, left-handed, yeah, yeah. Because oh, okay. the melodies on the top, you know, are octaves of the keyboard. Oh, so cool. your your right hand is uh, the, the most dominant one when you're playing. So I remember when I saw that and I felt that, I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's a a, a more clear sign there couldn't be a, a one. Um, from there, I obviously I, I brought, I clicked it back a little bit. Um, but, uh that was one story that kind of just, you know, brought me down to earth where, you know, I'm nothing without God. I can't, I can play every single song that you can think of, but if, if God's not flowing through me or through the worship team, it's just noise. Mm. Before you know? we get to the second story, I want to, I want to stay there a little <laughs> bit, you know, cause it, okay. that, that's good. I mean, yeah. uh, you mentioned, you know, um, how you guys thought y'all were all that in a bag of chips, mm-hmm. right. And how you were almost thinking like, yeah, she's in the spirit because of what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. I think that, you know, us humans have this tendency of doing that, whether it's someone who's singing, playing, um, or even preaching, right, or whatever it may be that they're doing, that they're ministering. Um, so I think that's something that as Christians we have to really um, assess and say, like, you know, not allow ourselves to go there. Um, because it's not us, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's God doing that, you know, That's right. but how you do that, like, how do you get to that point where you can like wrestle with that, where, where you can not allow it to, to overtake you and, and really make you believe that in fact, it is the Holy spirit and that it's not you. Um, did things change from that point on? Like, um, did you see people less in the spirit or was it like the same or, was it just one of those things where now it's like you're not paying attention to that? Now it's just you and God. Yeah. I mean, uh, after that, I started, I felt very heavy in my heart. The whole, and I, obviously it's not in the Bible, but an uh, audience of one, you know, uh, just, just to worship him. Not, hey, let's invite that church and that church to come and worship with us so they can hear us sing. No. And and you guys can't see it on the camera, but I'm like looking at this light right here in front of me. It's, it's a light that has a white reflector on here but it's not the reflector that's doing the, the light it's the light inside and the mm. light so i don't oh. know the light inside is pushing through that white film and that's creating that white color yeah, i didn't know he had a preacher Sorry. inside of him Sorry. man come on, come on. <laughs> bring it out man now you said it wasn't in the bible um i think it's in third samuel three that it says audience of one are you serious <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was like, wait, no, I'm not no. serious. There's no, there's no third Samuel. No. Um, but uh, no, that's that's awesome, man. I, I love that. I yeah. love how um, you put that. What's the uh, what's the second story? The second story, actually, um, whoever sees this video, and if you went to the camp, the youth camp we had in 2011, 2010, 2010, um, 
we had a, a youth camp up in Gainesville. Um, I don't remember the preacher's name, but it was a small chubby guy. Um, he had a he had a really high voice pitch like this, but that's how I remember him. I don't know. He's a he's a pastor now in Fort Worth, I think. Anyway, sorry, pastor, if you've seen this. Sorry, mm. not trying to be mean, but um, we had gone, and that was the first time I met Abdias. I met your brother Burnaby. I met uh, Amadeo. I met Matthew. I met all of them. All of them. I met them there. Um, we didn't pra- we didn't practice. Mm. Um, back then the the youth leaders were um, what's, what's her name starts with an E. Not E. Eddie. Eddie, yes. Eddie. And Mario Perez and all. They had asked me to, hey, you know, can you come lead worship with the band? Yes, definitely. So I got together with the band. We didn't practice. We just kind of talked it out. We go up there. We set up. And the whole three days, Friday, Saturday, both Saturday services and Sunday morning, every service was just like, I, it was a small, probably a room smaller than this. And it was just so, uh, so much wow. of us packed in there. And it felt like the roof was disconnected and then they were just flow like just flushing just you know wow. that wind that just that the heaviness and on that saturday night service i remember we had saying he like la presencia de Dios se cayó la se derramó and i look over your brother was on my on my left he was on the base he was out abdias was over here he was out mm. i mean there wasn't anything else to sing it gets to that point where there's no no more need for you to sing any more songs. The presence of God, the presence of God is there. Mm. Taste it, like grab it. You no, know, do what you need to do in the presence of God. Because yeah, when you get like I said, you get to that point where there's no more songs to sing. Where you know you've, you've ran out of songs to sing. So wait, it's not like you're tired. It's more like the the spirit of God just wrecked you, or yeah. it's like you know what, like shh. Let exactly. me take over now. Like yes, you know, even in the silence, I can mm-hmm. speak. Even in the silence. You know, I can move and uh, fill up everyone's cup, you mm-hmm. know, and satisfy every need uh, that everyone has. Yeah. Uh, what? I don't know if I was there. Do you know if I was there? I don't remember. Probably not. Probably not, because I mean, you're little little baby back little, then. Little you know? boy. I'm still little, but <laughs> um, no, that's. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. Go for it. No, go okay. Still a little thirty some, but anyways, one thirty-five. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I think it's always special when, when God interrupts. You know, uh, what you thought was going to happen that yes. night. I'm sure that's not at all what you guys expected for that night. I mean, you want God to move, but sometimes he he moves like you didn't expect. Yes, you know, or yeah. even dream of or think of. Um, and and sometimes you guys you'll see me I'm mostly if I'm playing piano and I'm not leading and someone else is leading I always have my eyes open because obviously I'm trying to read you know how the 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 el pueblo de Dios is like receiving church, yeah. like the church is receiving the the worship you know if there if there's something that's going on like there could be sometimes where like everyone in the worship team the the person that's leading has their eyes closed and they're they're praying they're singing and all that and there could be some type of uh, you know, how do I say this? I'm trying to make it from Spanish to English, but like un mover de un espíritu malo in mm. like, at, like in a, a section of the church. Yeah, in like yeah. in a section of the church. And it's like, okay, we need to switch gears. We need to go to a song that needs to say that we're, you know, the to, spiritual to warfare. To rebuke, you know, yeah, yeah. To begin to rebuke. Yeah, spirit. and it's something like okay. like that simple or or like, like when I say right now, when there's no more need to sing any more songs, you're there, you've taken the church and the church, you and the church have gone to that, that high point, that mm-hmm. is a lugar santísimo, where it's like, 
That's it. No more music, no more ruido. Just listen. Mm, come on. Just, just, just receive. Just receive. Just yeah. Let God do His thing. Exactly. So what you're also saying, though, what I'm hearing is you're almost a director up there and just kind of running the show somewhat. You know, I know some of you guys are. Mm-hmm. Y'all y- y- got like the little earpiece and um, you're talking to the band. Yeah, we we try to keep like an MD, like a, mu- a music director up there, and it's not always gonna be me. It's not always gonna be Aaron, but it's you know from what I've seen recently. I have heard Javi Garza stepped up to it, and he's doing it. Um, Shout out. I think I saw Johnny doing it the other day. I mean, that's awesome. Shout out. Um, I mean, these 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 guys, I'm, I'm very proud of these guys. And maybe they don't hear it from me a lot, but, you know, these guys are they're, – they're, mm, Come on, man. They're hitting home runs, you know, and I'm seeing it. So, But I like that because um, I don't think a lot of us know that or see that, right? We see you up there, and we're like, mm, like everybody else is in the spirit, and Brian's over there just – with his eyes open throwing you know. gang signs and all <laughs> that yeah i've heard that before but he's, but he's but really what he's doing is uh assessing and and trying to direct you know tell me a little bit about that because you know sometimes it's like let, let's move into like a deeper worship and sometimes it's, let's let's do some dancer you know so there's mm-hmm. some moments where it's just you know just praising you know and there's moments of worship yeah um yeah you you just kind of have to read you know the word there's a saying that you can read the room you know if if there is you know an espiritu that you feel like you know they, they want to just pour their hearts out you know go in with something nice and soft you know a nice maybe an, an old school song it lets me pass or something like that where mm. come on we where it's bring just it back let's go it's, it, where yeah like for example like uh, like i was saying like it lets me pass where it just you don't even have to turn the door the, the, the knob to open the door it just opens itself and you mm. just walk come right on. in you know but it's or when you're like when you read the room and you read and you read it wrong and you know you want to say oh i puedo danza and people are like what what why are you saying okay fine we'll switch it up you know i i don't know why i went there but yeah so have you have you ever had like you're about to like start hitting the song and then like whether it's the pastor or whoever's supposed to preach just come and just mm-hmm. just interrupt and just <laughs> oh yeah, uh, not all the time, but most of the time, especially when there's like either a special speak uh, preacher or, um, don't get offended, people, please. When mm-hmm. presentación de niños or mm. presentación de miembros, and you know, it's like, like, how can I say this? Like, not pastor, our pastor, but like, say for someone that comes up, yo, toca la ofrenda, and we're like, dude, like the people are like enjoying the presence mm. of God. Don't cut it. You know, that's that's my thing. And and I I've been trying to work with myself to not show it up there. But it's like, come on, like there, there's people are being blessed right now. They're, we're blessed. Our church is blessed enough beyond measure to where we don't have to give the room at room up at a certain time where this is our building. This is the building that God right. made for us. And like we can come and go. You don't have to have ease. a time frame or like exactly. a, necessarily like a limit. Exactly. You know, and, and I, obviously I, I believe that God is a God of order. Mm. Pero también cuando Dios decida moverse, mm. just move aside. Come on. Move aside. Do you ever have like annoying people come up to you like just constantly like request songs? Yes. <laughs> I'm looking at one <laughs> maybe, right now. Maybe <laughs> like, maybe some <laughs> like Marcos Luis songs or something. Yeah. 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 Um, who are, who are your like, you just go ahead and call them out. Like, I know I'm one of them. Yeah. Maybe another like one or two that maybe like request uh, a song. I don't or know or I maybe c- maybe don't call yeah. them out, but w- what's a song that they like constantly like? Por qué no tocas? 
Levanto mis Yeah, like <laughs> some people have like recently they're like, hermano, cuando usted canta ese canto, la dice, like, la dice, ya no soy esclavo. Mm, I'm like, you know, glo- you know, glory to God, you know, but they don't know that that song, like the that song, the range of that song, it starts low. It goes, me vuelve so really low, but then ya no soy. It's like, like the range is like way out there. I don't mind singing it because it obviously is para la gloria de Dios, but like that's that's one. Um, so are you saying no, not just anybody can sing that song? No, no, no. Anybody can sing that song. It's just you have to sing it on the so right can key. Can I sing that song? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. Hey, bring the bring the piano real Come quick. On, Come man. on. Ya no soy. <laughs> no, I can't sing that song, man. I can't sing it at all. Oh. <laughs> but the thing is, not okay. Just uh-huh. because you don't know how to sing doesn't mean that you're not, you know. You're not a, an instrument for God. Mm. Um, just like I'm looking at you, I'm looking at Julio behind the camera. He's he's great at what he does. You know that's that's his calling. Everybody has their everyone own has a calling. S- calling their own special gift you that know? they have. But they also have to have. How can I say this? Discernment mm. and knowing that if you like this, but that's not your calling, mm. back up and go to your calling. But so there's some hermanos that have come up and. And think that they uh, they have that calling to sing, and it's just you know. And when I say it, I'm talking about the not the ones that are you know um, joining the choir. I'm talking about like the ones that have come up and and tengo un especial, but they didn't practice and mm-hmm. you know and just decide, hey, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna wing this one, yeah, you know, and and I'm gonna drag the the music and musicians with me mm-hmm. as well. Oh, those are always fun. Yeah, those are those are fun because a lot of people think, oh, the mu- the musicians can play anything. They'll find they, it. Oh yeah, they're they're basically our church jukebox. No, no, <laughs> not not at all. Um, there's, you know, I was telling you earlier, there's there could be an hermana that's coming up to sing un canto del himnario del 1929, and it's like que los músicos me sigan por favor. Okay, you got to put a phase to see hermana. Where are you going? What's when was this song written? Was it written in stone? You know, <laughs> but it's just. I think it's funny when even the drummer's like, I'm trying to find the beat, and the drummer can't find the beat. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, man. If the if the if Even the drummer can't find the beat, you know, then we're having some problems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, so. it's, it's always a struggle. Like, not always a struggle, but it's it's always, like, um, it's a challenge. It's, and there's always challenging stuff when it comes to worship worship team stuff, and it, I, I love it. So, so um, we, we've talked a little bit about worship, and, um we've had some fun talking just kind of joking around and stuff um i want to get into something this is my my little surprise question oh gosh okay here we go don't get nervous man it's nothing hard like this is just for me because um i know growing up one of the things that i battled with a lot or kind of wrestled struggle with was you know i I was kind of a bit of a clown you know i like to joke around you know we talked about it earlier i feel like something like the world needs a little laughter, you know, it needs a little comic relief. And, but the problem with that was like, with me trying to joke around and stuff like that was people stopped taking me serious Mm. and it was hard to transition. There were moments where I was just, you know, just talking, just, you know, just trying to have like a a conversation and people already laughing. I'm like, why are you laughing? Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) that wasn't a joke. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm I'm just, you know, I'm just talking here. Like, you know, I have, you know, funny me and I have like, I, I want to like, I want to have a serious conversation. Have you ever had that like 
struggle oh, yeah. where, where people like don't take you serious. Oh yeah, I mean, kind of all the time because I mean, you know me. I even people that know me when we're practicing, I can be serious when it comes time to be serious, or I can joke around acting like I am serious, but I'm really you know joking, and you know you get a good laugh or. Uh yeah, I, I I have that issue too. Where, you know, I've been a goofball for basically all my life. I'm 36 years old, and, and I still think like I'm 19, 20, whatever. <laughs> um, so some people might call that like immaturity. And listen, let me say, I like I said, I've wrestled with that. And mm-hmm. now probably people don't know me like that anymore. People are like, nah, Pastor like, Samuel. Yeah, <laughs> youth youth pastor, youth leader, you know, whatever it is. Um, but. I've definitely toned it down a lot, um, so much so that sometimes I don't even recognize myself mm. with how I don't, I just don't play around as much as I used to. Um, but I do remember like having those moments back then where like, again, I would want to have like a serious, deep conversation and people would just like, just laugh or mm-hmm. whatever. And, you know, I was like, nah, man, like I, I want to have like a, a serious conversation. Um, so how do you feel like, you know, or do you think it, do you think it's people should understand that, you know, there's sometimes that we want to be serious, but you guys don't allow it. Um, or do you think it's like more of like within ourselves, like something that we should, you know, I guess do differently. I mean, being in, I don't want to sound like it's, you know, conceit or anything, but being in the position that you and I are, I mean, I'm in the worship team, you're in the youth leadership we're held to a way higher standard, you know, unfortunately. And and I think it's a culture thing as well in the Hispanics where tú tienes un liderazgo, you know, you're, you, I'm looking at you in a different light altogether. Um, so that being said, that it's harder for us to break away from when we were kids. We didn't have this leadership. We didn't have this calling over us where, you know, like you go back 20, 15 years you ever think you were going to be part of the youth leadership? No. No. Not at all. Exactly. Me either. Like, go back 15, 20 years ago, I was just a kid playing the piano. That's it. I never thought that I was going to do this for the rest of my life or sing or, you know, do these big events that God has given me the the, the, privilege. the privilege to to go do them, you know. But that that the fact that they hold us to that to that light, they hold us to that standard, it's tough for us to to kind of phase, you know, get away from the joking part of us you know yeah I, I i do think man i just think it's such a difficult you know dynamic you know to to try to transition from both because there's something to like i mean i mentioned it before already like you can't be too serious you know and if if you're too serious then you're, you're almost like a little bit of a turnoff for people yes um so it's i guess it's just kind of hard finding that balance between you know being funny you know and at the same time like telling them no like I'm not being funny right now. Like I'm serious and, and I, I'm trying to, to help you or, you know, trying to lead you or whatever it is, you know, that, mm-hmm. that you're trying to do. So, uh, you know, I think, um, I think personally it is something that it's like the person's responsibility, right. To, to, you know, assess and say, you know what, like if people aren't taking me serious, if people are like, keep just, you know, laughing at everything that I say, then, not even giving me a chance, then there's something that I have to do, right, um, yeah. to to change that, you know, because otherwise, like, they're just going to continue to, like, to, you know, I guess, treat you the, the same way. And so 
for me, I just, um, it's been real hard. Um, but now, like I said, I mean, you probably wouldn't even think that anymore. Like that I, I joke around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially not like, I guess in church, you know, in church, uh, I've definitely like changed my demeanor and it's just a lot more serious kind of thing. Um, every now and then I'll joke around. Um, but I, th- I do think that the, the comedian inside of me has, uh, made me who I am today, mm-hmm. you know? And, and if I wasn't that person, you know, if I wasn't comical or whatever, I, I would, I wouldn't be the, the person I am today. And I wouldn't lead the way that I lead today. I wouldn't be able to like, where people relate to me and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's too serious kind of thing. So I, man, I, I feel like I'm maybe just going in circles, but I remember like growing up when I was like 17 or 18, just thinking like, you know, people just want to change me because they would say that to me. Like, mm. it's cause you play too much, bro. Like that's why people don't, um, that's why I don't take you serious. Cause you play too much. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I get it, but you know, that like, that's who I am, you know, and I'm not going to change who I am to, you know, appease you or to please you or whatever right. it is, you know, like that's how God made me. Um, but I mean, I don't know, like, I think it's just people always try to change you, you know, and people try to mold you or make you out to be who they think who you they be. want you to be. Yeah. And it's, and it's not like that. You you need to be who God wants you to be, you know. And if if we go to to the Bible, I mean, you think of everyone that God used. You know, I mean, I, I have a whole list in my, in my phone. I want to pull it up. I don't know how fast I can get there, but I mean, you think about it. I mean, this, I'll use one example, David. He was a King, but he was an adulterer too, you know, but yet God used him. Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, if we go into the Bible, like there's so many people who are definitely probably considered not qualified. Right. Um, you know, you can bring up Moses and how not only did he stutter, but, they would even some people would even call him a murderer right mm-hmm. he he um murdered someone and just you know story after story of you know, just different people that you know god brought from nothing and you know and made, made him something like, made him something yeah. right um but yeah there, there's just this tendency i guess that we have as humans to try to shape people to be who we think that they should be um and so we have to like resist that and fight against it and not allow it to, um, you know, to try to change us because, you know, we're not supposed to like fit, you know, everyone else's mold, you know, God mm-hmm. called us all to be different. And if, if we were all the same, you know, um, I think this world would probably be, you know, pretty boring. Um, and so that's why I can always appreciate, you know, when, when someone's a little more stern or when someone's a little more, laid back, you know, and just brings different things to, to the table. Um, so it's just, it's something that we have to understand about us people that, that we're, I'm going to say it like this, we're all different and it makes us all the same. Exactly. You know, going based off of that, I was going to get to that. Um, you say we're all different, but it makes us all the same. It's, it's the same thing with worship. You know, people, when you hear the word worship, you think musicians, singers, instruments, you know, it's, it's not that it's yeah it's some of that but it, there's a way bigger you know vision of what worship is it's it could be as worship as mu- worship can be as much as a drummer drumming 
at the same time, the el hermano que está fuera parking the cars, that's his that's his type of worship, mm. you know. It could be the hermana counting the ofrenda during the preaching. That's her kind of worship, you know. It it can be the teacher in the back teaching five, six, seven-year-old kids that are jumping off the wall. Well, that's her type of worship, you know. And outside of these four walls, we all have, have our own way of worshiping, you know, how we conduct ourselves at work, how we conduct ourselves with road rage mm. Mm. <laughs> i mean I, I some of y'all know i'm I, I drive for a living and man there's some people and be like god just test your faith you know but it and as you're saying it tests your faith you know but that that's where we need to be okay you know what god is with me in the, as much as god is with me right there and next to the piano where i'm leading and you know we're you know, everyone's worshiping together, singing in one accord. Yay, hallelujah, amen. He's with me when I'm about to, you know, get off the cross and fight this dude on the side of the street on 635 because he cut me off. Just figure speech. I'm not a fighter. Mm. But um, Now, you're a lover. For sure. I've known you long enough to, to yeah. know that, you know, you don't, you know, you're not much of a fighter. Yeah. And not in a bad way. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you like to love, love people mm -hmm. and not, you know, fight them or whatever. Yeah. But I couldn't agree more with, uh, with what you're saying. And, you know, there's... I think this is why sometimes as, as Christians, we get such a bad rap, you know, where they say, well, you're somebody in church, but then you're a different person mm -hmm. outside of church. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier, where leaders do get held or people that are up on stage get held to a higher standard. But really, I think Christians in general get held to a higher standard than anyone else. You know, I was having this conversation with a, a friend of mine, and I was telling her how, you know, they all always call Christians hypocrites. They're like, oh, you're, you're, you're telling us to live this way, but yet, you know, I, I see, like, some of the things you do. I've seen you lie before. I've seen you do this and that. And so it's like, okay, well, nobody said Christians are perfect, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and just because we're telling you there are certain things you shouldn't engage, it doesn't mean, you know, that we're trying to, like, force you to, to you know be somebody else or whatever like what we're trying to tell you is is to be careful right and and what's right and what's wrong you know and that doesn't mean like hold us to a higher standard i guess we should i don't know i'm like i feel like i'm not making sense but but i don't like that i don't like that you know that i think it's a human tendency to hold anybody to a higher standard like a wife yeah. will always hold the husband to a higher standard then maybe that they should unrealistic standards i would even say and a uh, uh, husband might even do the same thing for a wife mm -hmm. you know and be like you know i can't give examples because i'm not married you know but i can't no i'm just kidding no go Babe, ahead man i love no, you Jen's watching. No. <laughs> <laughs> no but you know we we tend to do that and i think you know people who are not christians um should should realize that that they do it themselves you know they might hold their mom to a higher standard mm -hmm. than they hold themselves you know, um, or their dad or, you know, a friend, you know, like if they like um, stood you up one time, you know, now like you're like, oh, like you're the worst friend or whatever, when maybe you didn't stand them up, but um, maybe it was something else. Maybe uh, you weren't for them. You weren't there for them in a specific situation. Mm -hmm. So it just it goes both ways, you yeah. know, and we're we're human. And, and that's not a cop out. That's not to say like, OK, I'm human so I can make mistakes. That's not what it is, but it is understanding like we're human and um, we have to be graceful 
yes. understand that. Yes. That people make mistakes. We got to let it roll, you know, right off the bat, right off our, ba- our backs, man, because, you know, it's it's not easy. It's not easy trying to, you know, not trying to say live a double life. No, but it's it's not easy to to, you know, keep that standard, you know, that uh, that you have for yourself. Yeah, you know, you want you want to be a good influence to the next generation, the ones that are seeing us do this right now. You know, you want to be a positive, you know, influence to them. But it's tough sometimes. It is. It, it's tough, again, because we're human. And, again, I, I feel like that's such a, like, oh, we're human. And so now, like, we can make mistakes. Like, no, it's not that. Um, but it's just understanding that it's hard. It's hard, and we can do better, and we should do better, and we mm-hmm. should, you know, strive for better. So, like, that's my, like, response to that, to, like, or we're human like i still think we should do better but you know people shouldn't like um be down on christians just because they're trying to um hold a standard that god gave us god gave everyone a standard and what christians are trying to do is say like hey we should all live at this at this standard Mm -hmm. you know and just because we fall one time doesn't mean you know we should be like crucified or whatever because everyone is gonna fall and just like we're graceful to you we would hope that you would be graceful to us right and and a lot of us a lot of us you know we we label ourselves as christians and some people say oh you're christian you know you're not like christ well no we're trying to be like christ we're trying exactly. to be every single day we try we get up if we have that that opportunity that blessing that god gives us to wake up and to try to be christ like again hey that's awesome you know we we have another chance but yeah yeah i th- i think if we could all be more like christ this place would be a lot more different but you said it like best the key word is we're trying to be like christ yeah we're we, not christ we can never be like christ right but um but that's our goal as christian is to be more and more like christ and uh, if you're watching this i hope that um you know maybe you've um heard about christ before um, i hope that you keep watching this channel that you keep um you know l- looking at our videos and and understanding like where we're coming from you know with a, a heart to, to love those who um love christ but also those that don't know him and those who hate christ as well because we don't discriminate against anybody we love everybody uh, but hey this has been fun uh we're about an, almost an hour and uh you know i think i think we may have to do this again yeah uh yeah. if you're if you're down if you're definitely winning. definitely and kind of to kind of just you know ride your coattail on what you just said i mean to the people that are watching i mean there, yeah there's some out there that might not know christ and you know maybe more interested in it but they're I want to speak to the ones that have been there, that have been in church, that have been part of a ministry, that have been part of something in church at a specific time in your life. Your time's not up yet. You still have a calling over your life. You And, and I'm not saying come back to Cristo Rey. No, you need to get that, whatever God put in your heart or whatever God put in your hands, put it out there to glorify him. You know, it's... It's easier said than done, um, but I believe in, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth, twenty seventh chances. Um, and if you're that person, you know, I I strongly encourage you to get back up. You know, get whatever it is. It could be as easy as doing sound. It could be as easy as, you know, vacuuming the church. You know. I mean, some, and, and I'm not saying those two things are different. No. And ante los ojos de Dios, it's the same thing. 
you can you can you could have been a, a killer awesome drummer back in the day and now it's like well that was back in the day now if you're still alive god has given you that chance to come back and do it all over again and even maybe even do it better than how you were mm. but come all right no 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 you you already spoke something man now <laughs> now, now you got me worked up I, I mean i think that you know god put that in your heart for a reason yeah. and maybe someone's watching this and um has been wrestling with wanting to come back but uh for whatever reason just has felt like it's not the right time mm. or maybe that they're not ready um you know i think we're always going to wrestle with that. We're yes. always going to say, think, oh, I'm not ready yet. Let me fix myself before I go back. Um, you know, nobody wants to be a hypocrite. Exactly. Like, and you can't wait to, to say, oh, I think I'm ready. No, because let us talk about life changes. Ask me if I was ready to get married. No. Ask me if I was ready to have kids. No. Ask me if I was ready to... Uh, take on a second car loan. No, you know, you're never ready, but you have to roll with the punches. You have to go with, you know, if, if you, like I said earlier, if you get to the blessing and the, the honor to wake up the next day and get to work or do whatever it is you do to get through the day, then you got a pretty good chance to get back to where you were or even better. So don't wait for you, for you to say, I, I think I'm ready to come back. No. Come back because come back as you are. I don't know who that's for. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Come back as you are and God's going to take care of the rest. You know, right now you're probably looking at it. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I need to get real with somebody. Come on. Man. Right get now you're, you're probably looking at this video and you probably have like a, a cold one in your hand or doing something else. Um, I'm not perfect. Sammy's not perfect. The pastor of this church is I'm not perfect. Close boy um no one in here is perfect no one on this world is perfect no one is you know no no one is perfect at all um trump is not perfect biden is not perfect but what i'm trying to tell you is when you seek perfection you will find excellence and if you kind of take that road where you okay you know what i'm gonna come as i am and i'm god here i am you know just Fix me. Fix it. It's it's easier said than done. But if you take that first step, I promise you, God's got you. You Amen. know, it's just it's just that first step of, you know what? You're right. Let me let me get back up, back, back out there again. It doesn't have to be Cristo Rey. Even if you don't even come to this church or you're in a different state, it doesn't have to be your home church. Don't go back to your home church. If if that's if there's something there that's holding you back from accomplishing what God gave you, go find somewhere else. You know, Amen. God gave you that anointing to do that specific job. And if you're just holding it in your pocket and you're not letting it out. My dad always say, Cuando lleguemos allá al cielo, Dios va a pedir de todo lo que te dio. Come on. You know, I think there's always an excuse, right? Yeah. There's always, like, people always find an excuse for why not to do something, why not to go back to church. Why not to um, get up on stage, you know, and preach and teach or sing or play or whatever it is? You know, they're always like the biggest one is probably the one we were talking about earlier. Oh, I'm not ready yet. You know, and it's been three years, but I'm not ready yet. You know, and it's just like, you know, if you don't do it today, uh, you're never going to do it. You know, because mm -hmm. you always what ends up happening is 
you play this game of like waiting for tomorrow, but tomorrow never comes, you know? So, and, and I'm going to finish with this. Yeah, go ahead. Finish with this. We said that earlier. Th- but Think about it like this. Think of the Titanic. Mm. Think of Noah's Ark. Two huge, huge barcos, ships, whatever ships. you want to call them. And here's the, here's a kicker. The Titanic was built by professionals. The mm. Ark was built by amateurs. And mm. you tell me which one survived. Mm. Yeah. Come on. Corre. Corre. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm done. Nah. Uh, now, we, you didn't realize we were about to start preaching up in here. Um, but now this is coming from the heart. Like, we want to see everybody, um, you know, come to the feet of God. He said it best. Like, um, it doesn't matter if it's our church, if it's your local church. Um, but the important thing is to to go to church, to come to, to, to God. Um, don't allow what, you know, other people's opinions or what other people did to you uh, separate you from God. Yep. You know, there should be nothing should be able to separate you from the love of God. And so whatever it is, you know, just, um, you know, put it to the side and embrace the love of God, which is what he's trying to give you. Um, hey, we're, we're done for real this time. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you for watching. Yeah. And uh, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you guys next time. Dios les bendiga. Amen. Amen. <laughs>